Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com. Awards. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Patreon comedy podcast, the podcast where we sift through the weirdest and most entertaining news stories from around the world each week. I'm your host, Donkey Teeth. Today, I'm joined by a very funny man. He's a semen tree aficionado, number one Robert De Niro impersonator in his household. He was once called the songbird of his generation. Give it up for Gray Albright. Nice intro, dogs. I see you got uh, Coogs' note on how to do an intro. (laughs) Yeah, I got a little pointer from Coogs. You know, we're also blessed here to be joined by our top reporter, a professional comedian. Uh, He was recently voted. He was recently voted top comedian in his New York City apartment building, which is (laughs) over four stories tall. He's the most entertaining man employed by NASA. He once had a job as a janitor at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, but he was fired for solving complex math equations on hallway chalkboards. Billy Hurley! You know, one day, dogs, wow. one day, dogs, I want to call up this Skype conversation and have you not be there. Have you be away from your podcast microphone to show that you have moved on with your life. <laughs> One day I'm just not going to show up. It's just going to be me and Gray. I had to go see about a girl. And no one, and no one to record. No. I had to go yeah. see about a stuffed uh, penis pillow. Yeah, of course. Actually, so it'll just be like our uh, our Monday through Thursday since we tape on Friday. <laughs> yeah. We're just basically talking for the first four days of the week. And then Donkey comes in and records. Yeah, I mean, people don't know this, but this gets edited down to an hour. But me and Gray, are we're on Skype for five days straight. <laughs> and, and bless Donkey's heart for, for heading this down to a reasonable one hour. Yeah, I mean, I don't sleep for weeks at a time. <laughs> you guys, you got to understand, this is the best. This is the best part. These are the best. These are the greatest hits of the five days. That's why I had to take the retreat, because I hadn't slept in six months. <laughs> can, we, uh, can we just say briefly uh, how wonderful... My, I don't know how she got through to you, but somehow Coogs got through to Donkey, and you really came with it with the intros. I don't know what she said to you, but I know she because like I think it was yesterday or Wednesday she was like, oh, I got a good idea for how Donkey can do the intros. I was like, well, you tell him, I ain't telling him. <laughs> I'm trying. 
tried enough. You try. And she's like, yeah, I'll talk to him. And then somehow it got through. And it was like the best. Like, these are like, the intros are now better than the show. <laughs> so you should tone down the intros a little bit. <laughs> even when even when you do a great job, Donkey, Grace still has to stick you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, there's no rights. It's, it's either too good or not good enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I found out we have enough we have a small update on the uh the semen smelling tree. Um uh, it turns out that uh it's not one of those trees that smells like semen. I was smelling my mask. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, there's no, that's it. Yeah, there's no, there's no more to that story. That's, that's the well, end of that. Well, now you'll know if you have COVID because you won't be able to smell it. <laughs> yeah. Once again, the uh, the wife came through and she was like, nah, I don't, I, I don't smell anything. Let me smell your mask." And she was like, "Oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. you're smelling the remnants of your breath for the last nine months." Wait, you've no, been using the same mask for nine months? You're supposed to do this test before you shame your neighbor on a national podcast. <laughs> uh, I went next door. I was like, hey, Wally, let me ask you a question. Is that tree uh, smell like semen? <laughs> what? Uh, okay. I'm going to leave. Forget it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so it's not a, I'm sorry, it's disappointing, because I thought for sure that tree was jacking off on my car, and I was like, not cool, but yeah, it turns out that was my breath. So here we go. Imagine how bad it would be, too, if you double masked. (laughs) Maybe if I had a clean, if I had at least one clean mask. (laughs) I've been using the same mask for (laughs) almost a year. Ah. I'm disgusting. Do you ever burp into your mask and pass out? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I jerk off into my mask, too. <laughs> yeah, wait, how did I even get there? <laughs> Actually, you know what? That could be for, you know, bonus feature, uh, extended cut of this podcast. But I'm curious how it got there. How, uh, hey, so if you like the podcast and you want to join our new tier on Patreon where <laughs> Gray jerks off into his mask and explains it, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this, actually, that's um, a good mystery for me to solve by next week. <laughs> how did my mask start smelling like semen? Well, Billy, me and Billy have been sneaking into your house at night and, uh. <laughs> Jerking off maybe, into your mask. You know what? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe my neighbor Wally is in uh, some ways responsible. Yeah. <laughs> Stop blaming your neighbors first. <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't clear Wally's name just yet. That's all I'm saying. Well, he has you... reason to, reason to be suspicious after the whole Pastrami incident. <laughs> I did try and kill him with a Pastrami. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, this weekend. I'm going to spend some time and, and uh, look at some clips off of my uh, Ring phone app and tell you tell you exactly what's going on with Wally. You know what, Craig? Just maybe you take that time and just buy 12 new masks. <laughs> I'll use my Patreon money. We'll, we'll get you them. <laughs> oh, man. We have masks. <laughs> I just don't change them. I, you know, because you like a uh, comfortable pair of sweats. After a while, you're just like, nah. Actually, maybe that's the problem. I'm wearing sweats on my face. Yeah, man. Except you gotta these, just... these sweats have coronavirus all over them. I need, I need, I need, a, uh, I need a makeover. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, are you ready for the first story here? Ooh, oh, yeah. We actually, Gray, we sent Billy, uh, this is a new one, we sent him to Antarctica this week. He's now been to every continent since we started doing the show. Yeah, yeah, I got, I, uh, I'm just, I'm cold, I'll tell you, I'm still cold. <laughs> Do you ever really warm up when you come back from Antarctica? Oh, my, oh, my teeth are, sh- are they're chattering. <laughs> that is one place where it's like, you don't catch, you don't catch many, uh, and many kids going out and being like, nah, I don't need my jacket. <laughs> You're in Antarctica, man. Come on. 
Yeah, listen bring your jacket. To, listen to your mother. Put on your jacket. <laughs> yeah. So, Billy, what's the scoop here? A 91-year-old guy had a wallet returned that he lost in Antarctica in the 60s when he was stationed there as a Navy meteorologist. Is that pretty much the gist of this? Yeah, he found they found his wallet after decades, but the wallet was in, in Antarctica. And I, I actually have to take this opportunity. I feel bad I, because for years I've been drinking with this guy. And he's always been like, oh, I can't pay. I left my wallet in Antarctica. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm like, this guy stinks. Like, he's always making stuff up. Turns out he was right. He left it there. <laughs> he was it's not a, lying. It's always, the, uh, it's always the last continent you look, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess Antarctica is a pretty good excuse because, like, I lose my wallet in my house. It's <laughs> like... Antarctica, you know, Antarctica is like one giant couch cushion. (laughs) Where where is, like, how do you even start looking for something in Antarctica? Where where do you begin? Yeah, you just kind of look out there and see if you see it. People are very forgiving if you leave your wallet in Antarctica. (laughs) I had the, uh, hey, um, hey, hey, uh, is this Antarctica lost and found? Great. I'm glad. I'm glad I could read you. (laughs) So here's the, uh... Yeah, you you got the right place, yeah. (laughs) So here's here's my dilemma. I had a a, a white, almost like a snow-colored wallet, (laughs) right? (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here's the here, here, and it was like speckled with uh, like uh, <laughs> snowflakes. <maybe. laughs> oh boy, that's gonna be tough to find. I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> I'll look. I'll tell you what. I'll look. Uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> here, here, and a little. Uh, my my name is on there. Uh, <laughs> And it was written in white. Which yeah. It wasn't the best idea. I mean, it was a gift. Yeah. Also, too, I hate to tell you this, but um, uh, my keys, uh, they're white, too. And uh, I haven't been in my house in 60 years. Have you seen uh, Have you seen my keys by chance? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a look. <laughs> I'm channeling the guy from Thunder Mountain, by the way. That's, That's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, I knew immediately. <laughs> Hang on to your hats and glasses. Uh, so the uh, in the article, it says that in his wallet, was arrested. This is this is uh, this is true. <laughs> this isn't a bit. Uh, there was a recipe for uh, Kahlua. And, that was my favorite part too. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a uh, a beer a beer stamp card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so an alternate an alternate title for this article could have been "Alcoholic Loses Wallet in Antarctica." <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> really, this is really great though, because. Um... He also had one of those cards where the tenth haircut is free, so now he can finally get one, which is really nice. He looked, he looked like Howard Hughes. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, hey, oh wow, hey man, you've been in quarantine for uh, sixty years. <laughs> What's yeah. going on? Nah, like, I, I got a uh, uh, super cuts coming up. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> waiting for that deal. You know, once somebody finds it, oh boy. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, this is Tom Brady in 50 years. <laughs> He's drunk, yeah. just losing shit. Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't realize, like after an NFL game, uh, a lot of the players leave their wallets on the field. There's like wallets, <laughs> cell phones, keys. You know, it's like it's you could. There's a lot in there. You know what I like about NFL? Uh, how are not not a lot, but there's one thing I really like: the fact that they have. Those uh, what are they yardsticks? The yard markers? Those uh, those metal chains? Hey, move the chains, right? right, right, right. Ha- yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have those that are like exacting uh, measurements of ten yards, and then they have a guy with no like like just grabbing a football and tossing it and putting it down wherever. <laughs> yeah. It's like basically the most arbitrary marking and then measuring it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on, guys? You're just arbitrarily moving the football and then you're measuring where it is. Okay. It's like mixing like, precision with meh. 
<laughs> exactly. It's basic. I, I feel like it's a metaphor for life. <laughs> Just like everything in like that one moment when the ref takes the ball and tosses it to the other ref, and he's like, nah, I'll put it down right here. And then they're like, well, we're going to measure that exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other guy wasn't exact. What are you doing? I actually got one of those for COVID. <laughs> so to keep, just make sure I keep my distance from people. That's precisely. Good. That's good. That's not as good as my uh, COVID hula hoop that is six feet long. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, as good as Tom Cruise's Roomba with a <laughs> six-foot broomstick attached. <laughs> His, you mean his robot that 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 carries around the mop? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tom Cruise has a robot carrying around a mop that is six feet long. <laughs> like, hey, hey, robot, come over here and measure that. This guy, this uh, hey, the gaffer is getting too close. Oh <laughs> man, that is goddamn funny. Um, anyway. I appreciate that we actually have an article from the New York Times, like for the first time ever, right? Yeah, this is the first time we got a, new, a story from a paper where you actually need to borrow like your parents' login. <laughs> By the way, We're having a wallet, out. yeah, having a wallet in Antarctica seems pretty pointless. Like, what are you gonna buy? Snow? <laughs> I got nothing there. What are you gonna buy? Leave your wallet at home. This guy was, uh, he had a recipe for Kahlua. Do they even have Kahlua in Antarctica? No. <laughs> like, this guy is stupid. Yeah, he, had a, he had a note for how to build a great snowman. <laughs> uh, wait, you gotta, wait, no, no, you're putting the carrot down by where the knee goes. What are you doing? Check your wallet, man. <laughs> Check your wallet. I lost it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, let's just drink some Kahlua then. <laughs> oh, you have some? I have a recipe. Oh, crap. It's in the wall. <laughs> Don't worry. It's bright white. <laughs> we'll find it in no time. It's almost, it's almost like glowing white. It's so white. Uh, imagine the guy in Antarctica who has, for like the last 60 years, been combing the snow with a metal detector. <laughs> Eventually, he's like, ding, ding, whoa, what's this? A wallet? Hmm, let's see, a recipe for Kahlua? <laughs> I want to kill myself. I mean, pre, th that was Google back then. If you There was no internet, so all you had for information were bits of notes in your wallet. <laughs> has anyone ever known one of those metal detector guys? Every beach has one. Yeah. <laughs> Who is, is that someone's uncle? Who is that guy? Yeah, they always they're always doing it at like seven thirty in the morning. <laughs> they always do, and they're always like so smart about how like how many things get lost that they always have like uh, the uh, the crokies that hold their sunglasses on. <laughs> Because you know they're like, I'm not losing my sunglasses because a lot of people have. You know what? But you know what? You know what they never seem to find? <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> they are, always by themselves. They, they are loners, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> hey, so we have an amazing, heartwarming story of a man reunited with his stamp cards. How yeah. lovely! I mean, this is a really, this is a touching story. Hey, look at, I got my. Uh, my Blockbuster rental card, my TCBY stamp card, my fake ID. Hey, it's my wallet I lost in the 90s. <laughs> this is awesome. I got health insurance again. <laughs> hey, look, it. it's my lucky O.J. Simpson football card. Yeah. I'll have to throw that out. <laughs> Donks, what do you think about this? <laughs> Well, two things struck me. You know, the, the stamp card, he only used four of the 23 stamps. So, you know, he's still got 19 beers coming to him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, does he have to drink 19 more to get the free one? <laughs> I think the... one down and pass it around. Is that, was that a good song? I forgot. Did we establish that was good? Oh, no, my God. No. This guy actually, he, he the, uh, the scientist who found the wallet, I don't know if you guys read this part, it was located in the throat of a dead seal. <laughs> yeah. They don't digest that well. <laughs> hey, 
Hey man, what happened to that seal over there? I don't know. It looks like it just it, it looks like it choked on so oh oh it's a Velcro wallet. <laughs> 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 the ID says Gray Albright. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. embarrassing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry about your seal, but can I have my wallet back? Oh, <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know the real hero here is? I'll tell you, the real hero is global warming. <laughs> if that yeah. if that ice didn't melt, they would have never found that wallet. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he loves global warming. <laughs> he just got he just got twenty five dollars or whatever however much was in his wallet in 1961. <laughs> he was like, oh, man, I'm going to buy a house when I get back to the States with this $25. Yeah, yeah. Kahlua is on me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to buy a Kahlua factory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to buy the, the company Kahlua. <laughs> yeah, dreaming big. And he left his wallet. <laughs> oh, man. And now he's 91. He's like, what? What is that? My wallet? What am I going to do with that? Uh, I, I, did, I didn't have a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I was going to use that money to buy ice from Eskimos. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. That was a good story, though, uh, Don. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. You know, that was not my find. Uh, okay. I'd, yeah, I don't, I don't have a subscription to New York Times, so <laughs> that's the Billy. Guys, I, I, I went all the way up there with tennis rackets tied to my feet <laughs> to try to get this story for you, and, this, and you're acting like I didn't get this. Do you know do all this great work for you. Do you know that uh, uh, the, in the Winter Olympics, they play tennis with rackets on their feet? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought everyone wanted to know that. Oh, that's good. You kind of sounded like a kid from Reading Rainbow. <laughs> Do you know the human health? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, uh, I just hope when I come back on this thing, you're not here, man. That was a guy. I, I enjoyed that Goodwill hunting reference, by the way. Uh, oh, good. Good. Oh, by the way, if you can, um, right now, if you, uh, you can get the rankings, you can get Gray's rankings, uh, of, of players, but you can also get my rankings of my favorite, Names that sound good in a Boston accent. <laughs> so, like, for example, the top tier is, like, Xander Bogat, Bryce Hopper. And then I have also kind of, like, underrated names, like Marcelo Zuner. <laughs> so you can get that with an extra. It's actually $49 to get that. I, I, like, I like to drink some donkeys with that Zuna. <laughs> yeah. That tier is called Drink Your Donkeys. Because these guys are delicious. Drinking donkeys. Is there audio with this uh, this tier, Billy? Do you? Yeah, that. Yeah, that's why it's forty nine dollars because I had to I had to buy all the equipment. Mm -hmm. It's a lot for me. It's a lot of resources. A lot of overhead. Yeah. yeah it, and right now we've only had one subscriber, so the more people that subscribe, the less it'll cost you guys. Oh man, I'm waiting. I'm still waiting for you to release the second tier. Yeah, Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Hey Gray, did you see uh did you see the YouTuber uh that bought a nine and a half million dollar house and it has a Hawaiian punch fountain in it? Yeah, a punch fountain inspired by his face. <laughs> you saying he's he looks Hawaiian punchable? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> ah, let's check our Patreon profits versus this YouTuber. Oh my God, it's it's not even close, Gray. I hate to tell you. <laughs> and we got hey, so subscribe right now to our final tier, which is 9.5 million. <laughs> <laughs> we just need one <laughs> subscriber, and I'll let you move in with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the tier. Move in with Gray. We know you're out there. <laughs> hey, Elon Musk, if you're listening. Yeah, and we know you are. Actually, I had a uh, – can we do – we'll do a sidetrack for a, a split second. I had an idea. I wanted to do a documentary um, mm -hmm. back in – when I was going to film school, I had this idea for a documentary where I would go around. Someone would follow me with a camera. <laughs> that's, that's, how you, that's how you make a film. So anyway <laughs> – so anyway, so someone followed me around with a camera. Uh, I guess a film crew, you could call it. Be and gone. 
beat on and donkey. And I would go um, to every single billionaire on the Fortune 500 list and ask them for a million dollars. That's a brilliant idea, man. You come up with so many terrible ideas. This is my favorite one. It was more involved, too. I'd be like, because I would be like, I'd take uh, 10% of my net income, which was a uh, dollar, <laughs> and I would start the film by giving a homeless person a dollar. And then I would go to a billionaire and be like, now you have to give me 1% of your money. Great. This is honestly a great idea. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Okay. We're doing this. Our, our new Patreon. <laughs> We have a new tier. Our uh, our let's let's watch Gray film a documentary where he gets in, in billionaires' faces. I love it. Oh, anyway, continue, Donkey. Uh, the story. Yeah. So this guy David Dobrik. Are you guys familiar with him? He's a YouTuber. No, you not at all. Not me either. No. My 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 younger cousins might know. <laughs> yeah. No idea. But anyway. Well, he's got a fountain, and it's got a Hawaiian punch in it. Uh, may or may not be the same fountain from that party out there in California we covered. You know the one I'm talking about, Billy? Sure do. You know, and I did look at this video, and it's uh, like a, it's like a, what we would call a bubbler in Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> but I, lo- I, I looked closer at it. That's not Hawaiian punch. That's blood, and this place is haunted. And this is because the gods are telling them that a 25-year-old should not own a $9.5 million house. It's a, I love that you called it a bubbler. A bubbler. <laughs> that's uh, that's bringing me. That's giving me flashbacks to when I lived in Boston. Oh my God, the yeah. freaking mass holes are the best. Hey, it's a bubbler. Hey, it's a bubbler. Hey, <laughs> quit hogging the bubbler. <laughs> <laughs> right ne- Hey, right next to the Hawaiian punch fountain, I would have my own insulin fountain. <laughs> 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 they didn't show this on the video, but he also has a Hawaiian punch bidet, which is a bit, it's a bit weird. But hey, you know, you got a lot of money, go for it. <laughs> well, I, hey, my butthole is sticky. <laughs> hey, why'd you put, hey, you put the Hawaiian punch bubbler in my toilet seat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got seven bedrooms, six bathrooms. That's 13 rooms where you can spill Hawaiian punch. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like white carpets was potentially a bad decision. <laughs> you, spent, you spent like uh, you spend 20 years working your way up, taking doing uh, taking your uh, your Ph.D. You're 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 working your way through school. You finally you finally do something important in your life. And then next door moves in <laughs> Farty Party 69 with this lion <laughs> punch bubbler. <laughs> Yeah, you guys say, uh, do, you, do you mind turning down that uh, the music? Uh, it's Monday night, and uh, I feel like you guys are being, you and your 100, oh, is the party right there? A little is rave that, going? Is that, a, is that a playback of my laugh? I don't know where that came from. Uh, you know what it is? You. It from you, doggy, you! It's not me. Oh, oh, okay, my bad. This is kind of a great move to have, like, a Hawaiian punch fountain, because then now there's so much more room in the fridge for your four locos. <laughs> uh, every youtuber feels like the guy who lost a fifth grade election <laughs> he's just yeah. trying to claw his way back to respectability yeah i mean we all go through breakups in different ways and this guy's clearly like i'll get her back because she sees my 13 rooms in my jukebox <laughs> uh, i look forward to the uh <laughs> the book, the Michael Lewis book about when the YouTube bubble bursts. <laughs> give me, yeah. give me some of that. Put, put that right in my veins with the Hawaiian punch. Yeah, when you have 13 rooms, you can, you have your pick of a room you can just sit in and reflect and just think, <laughs> what have I done? What have <laughs> I done with myself? Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, but honestly though, on the, uh, on a serious tip, uh, being serious for a second. So you have. Uh, an article about a $9.5 million house that has a Hawaiian punch fountain, right? Isn't a Hawaiian punch? And then there was also, I saw, I, I did a lot of research on this. <laughs> I saw the guy. You drank who, Hawaiian punch before the podcast. <laughs> I, 
I drank Hawaiian Punch and, and did not uh, brush my tongue after, so I had a red mouth for yep. quite a while yep. as I ruminated. So listen, though. So you have uh, – and then I saw there was a <laughs> did guy – Did you look up ruminated before you started the podcast, too? Yeah, I did. I wrote down ruminated. Okay, I, cool. I, that's, I, I was like, if you don't use the word ruminated at least once, eh, you kind of failed. <laughs> yeah, you winked at me when you said it. That's why I asked. <laughs> Hey, hey, give me my ruminated props. <laughs> hey, hey, listen to me. I ruminated. Yeah, you sure did. And you know what? I also Googled pronunciation ruminate. Yeah. <laughs> so I could, I could hear a robot say it first. <laughs> Do you think that's what it means when, you, when this guy goes to one of 13 places in his house? <laughs> listen, though. No, seriously. So... <laughs> There's, a, there's an article about the person who put the fountain in, uh, and he's calling himself an inventor, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, isn't like – I mean, I'm not a, uh, a mechanical engineer, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it just a matter of like – you know, like a soda fountain? You have like those tubes of the shit going up into the machine. Don't you just put a tube into the fountain? I mean, isn't that all it is? Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, and then you put some Surge in there or some Crystal Pepsi, whatever you want. <laughs> hey, 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 where's your Crystal Pepsi fountain? I'm <laughs> where's your monster? <laughs> you're, you're like, you're, you come over and you're like, oh, man, you got anything to drink? It's like, well, I got a Hawaiian Punch fountain over there. I got a Four Loco fountain over there. I got Crystal Pepsi upstairs. I, I got a Zima fountain yeah. on the far end of the house. Like, I just want yeah. water. Oh, we don't yeah. have any of that. Yeah, there's there's cocaine in the salt shaker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this Hawaiian punch fountain truly is like a fountain of youth. Like, if you drink from it, you will stay 11. <laughs> you, you, how long did you ruminate on that? <laughs> <laughs> a while. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Donkey, come on. Let's Let's move on. <laughs> Well, this next story is from the... It's our first one from the Smithsonian. <laughs> we got smart <laughs> stories today. Yeah, yeah. Billy, we're becoming Billy a real it. intellectual podcast. I feel like we're listening to an NPR. <laughs> now, this story is about wombat poop. <laughs> Who's that? Is that Terry Gross? What? What is, wow, look at that. Who's that? Who's that? I like the beginning of this podcast was Terry Gross. <laughs> <laughs> it was donkey gross, and gross as in good. Uh, so yeah, this story uh, very intellectual. It's about wombat poop. It's uh, it's square. Wombats poop squares. That's pretty much it, right, Billy? <laughs> yeah. So a scientific journal uh, said that wombats poop squares, and it's cool because if you put enough wombats together, you can play Tetris or or Jenga, or really a variety of games. That's actually Gray's idea for Shark Tank. Uh, wombat, poop, Jenga. <laughs> you got to No, see, thank you, Donkey. Donkey's making sense today. See, you, you can do uh, wombat poop uh, squ uh, cubes. And wombat poops cubes, you can do Jenga. But for Tetris, you need all different shapes. So you need other animals. Right. You need, like, a platypus. Yeah, a platypus. That that poops L shaped. <laughs> this um, this was um, this bit of research was from the prestigious scientific journal TMI. <laughs> Yo, who's who's feeding wombats little poop cubes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just poopy cubes because someone's feeding them dice. <laughs> That's uh, that's actually, you know what? You brought up a good point. Um, wombats, they uh, are known for shooting craps, and uh, <laughs> their poop is in the shape of dice, and that's where that term comes from. Yeah, you know, I went to Vegas, and I had two lucky wombats, and uh, I, I had quite a time. <laughs> Did you? Did you separate them into different rooms, or was it you and two wombats? Because that could get tricky. Yeah, it was me with uh, two wombats firing out one cube from each wombat. <laughs> if you want to know, if you want, if you want me to get into detail. 
<laughs> I do. I do enjoy <laughs> details. So instead of like when uh, you know when you're you're a hot roller and you blow on the die, you just blow on the wombat's ass. And yeah. Shoots out cubes. Sevens. <laughs> Sevens. <laughs> and everybody cheers. I mean, honestly, like I it was a it was a great week. For me. <laughs> it was like a week. Wow, that's a long that's a long time for Vegas. Like yeah. three days, and I'm no no pun intended, but I'm pooped. <laughs> uh, wombat wombat poop is a delicacy though i call it the forbidden charcoal yeah a hundred cubes a day by the way did you guys hear that they make a hundred cubes a day isn't that amazing build that wall did you guys read the the last sentence you get to land i'll read it wombats are eating four square meals a day <laughs> So I'm going to read the last sentence here, great. Researchers anticipate discovering how the wombat's distinctive defecation process works can help humans detect colon cancer. It could also help engineers develop new ways to manufacture and shape products. They're really getting deep into the shit here. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Hey, man, you couldn't be more... It's like, uh, yeah, we could do probably uh, cancer, and then, you know, maybe how Johnson & Johnson products uh, get packaged. <laughs> hey, you know what? These are cubes, you know? We could probably just make little Legos for kids or whatever. You know, you could do whatever you want with these things, not just not just uh, cancer research. <laughs> power, the power of science can do anything. We can cure science. We can cure cancer. We can solve world hunger. We can eliminate so much poverty and starvation. Or we can see if wombats poop are cubed. Oh, <laughs> or how about spinach can send emails? Yes. I love scientists, too, because, like, we walk by poop every day, right? But I love – imagine walking by poop and having more questions. I love that about scientists. They're like, let's figure this thing out. <laughs> these, uh, these scientists were really beneficiaries from the pandemic. They don't have to, they don't have to go to dinner parties anymore and tell people that they research poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're wombat re- enthusiasts. <laughs> the, uh, their new stock, instead of does a bear shit in the woods, it says, do wombats poop cubes? <laughs> <laughs> and they do it to mark their territory, which is pretty badass. <laughs> wombats are considered the Neil Armstrong of shitters. Yeah. They're just, they're just going to Final Frontier. Uh, you want to do a log? Nope. Doing a cube. This reminds me, one of the weirder uh, comic book characters is Wombatman. Batman. Uh, <laughs> the weapons that he uses are, of course, Wait, square. So, okay. Square. So, yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Wait. So, uh, square peg round hole? Ooh, yes. Square poop round hole, yeah. Yeah, how does that work, uh, Donkey? (laughs) Well, you know, I read the article. Uh, It's a very slow digestive process they have, and uh, it extracts, like, all of the nutrients, really dries out this feces, and then at the end of the process, there's some sort of contractions that squeeze this poop into cubes, and then cubes are... (laughs) That's a good. That's a good poop sound you got there. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like I was watching a Nintendo game. <laughs> you got the visual there, right? Yeah. Wombats are, wombats are the only animals that poop cubes. And then I say, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy got his, gl- his rubber gloves out. <laughs> Just eating a plate of brownies, hoping. <laughs> Uh, all right well anything else over there billy oh we've thoroughly dissected this story (laughs) (laughs) man you hey wombat what's the matter are you scared what why do you you ask i'm a wombat talking right now why do you ask ah because you're shitting a brick (laughs) (laughs) Uh, great how many more of those you got written down over there oh i got thousands (laughs) prove it Literally. <laughs> That's another Patreon tier, Billy, if you want all of the Wombat yeah, shows. Yeah, go to the next you go to the next Patreon tier. You're not <laughs> you're not even in the Patreon tier for these. <laughs> uh, okay, so from the Smithsonian back to the New York Post. We've got uh, back home. 
Feels We've good. got a guy in Chicago that uh, he froze his jeans to reserve his parking spot. Uh, very inspirational, apparently, to others. Billy, uh, why, why didn't you come visit me when you were in Chicago researching this? Um, well, I didn't want to. I didn't know if you were going to go back into a three-week retreat. I always want to tread lightly, you know, make sure I don't disturb your zen. So I, I stayed away, but. Um, I saw that there's uh, this is really nice. This story that people are freezing their jeans, and who who doesn't love a good hipster scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, so? You, I guess you know people are listening uh, in theory. <laughs> no, not after the intro. <laughs> not after that amazing intro. That intro is like so good that it's like you ain't ever reaching those heights again. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Good yeah. luck. But good luck meeting those. <laughs> expectations yeah. uh so anyway. made it this far congratulations <laughs> yeah you have won 9.5 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> bye gray a mansion <laughs> new new tier uh gray is gonna poop out a cube if you buy him a mansion so uh okay so the anyway back to the jeans that are frozen holding a parking spot <laughs> <laughs> classic I mean, just literally, uh, I mean, wombats are pooping cubes and the New York's just throwing shit against the wall. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, this uh, story about a man uh, reserving a parking spot with his jeans. Uh, people who can't see the article, um, not that we have blind listeners, I'm saying they're listening, so they're not looking. Uh, anyway, getting to the point. Um, the jeans are, what are the jeans are like standing up without anyone in them. What, what is going on here, donkey? Well, this is actually a thing here in Chicago. Uh, It used to be, and I don't know if it's like that in LA or, or New York, but parking here sucks. I imagine it's gotta be similar there. So people would used to put like uh, lawn chairs and stuff out to save their parking spaces. (laughs) Apparently, uh, if you... It's, I mean, it's been so cold here. If you put some jeans in water, soak them, and just leave them outside for 20 minutes, then you can form them into any shape you want, and then in another 20 minutes, uh, they'll be frozen solid. So they're using that instead of chairs now to save their parking spaces. Really? Yeah, it's a great way to save a parking spot. It's also a great way to make your street seem really haunted, like everybody got uh, like chopped in half in the 90s, and they're like roaming the street. Seriously? That's a... I was like, is this photoshopped? Because it looks like, it looks like the, uh, the 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 scene in like every uh, uh, Invisible Man movie when he's like just wearing pants. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, onward. Yeah, it's, it's onward. like oh hey, I know is it, oh Invisible Man. That's a that was a I like the remake. Uh, why are they doing that in Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a parade of jeans just standing yeah. <laughs> without anyone in them it's actually it's really funny to look at and maybe not so funny to talk about <laughs> <laughs> well so the inspiration part of the story apparently uh some people saw these jeans and decided to freeze their own and put them out in their yards and stuff and set them up uh so that that's the inspiration that was taken from this that the title referred to yeah, I mean, that's great, though, because nobody wants to shop indoors anymore. Nobody wants to go into a gap. I mean, why not just walk around your neighborhood and find some jeans? Right. They, uh, the Midwest is much more polite than, like, the East and West Coast. I think, I feel like people, at least in New York and L.A., I would just run the jeans over and park in that spot. Right. Jeans by themselves will not prevent me from taking a spot. But if you, <laughs> it's, like, it's like what's in the jeans matters. Like, if, if you, if there was an old man from Dorchester in those jeans, I am not taking uh, those that spot. But I mean, who cares? With a bunch of skinny jeans and a, hey, on a sidewalk, oh, I'll hey, run them over. Amen, Billy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I was I was thinking the same thing. Like the stuff in the jeans is the important stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what it's what's inside the jeans that counts. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna guess that this doesn't actually work to save the parking spaces. Oh, just a guess. Oh, so you're saying New York Post is lying to us? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I believe people tried to save their parking spaces, but you know, <laughs> when you can't find one, you probably just go run over those jeans and park there. <laughs> right. And, yeah. and also, too, like I need more. 
<laughs> you need a uh, you need a handkerchief to really reserve a parking spot <laughs> or a cape. You can't do jeans. I mean, come on. Yeah, and like by the way, like I need more jeans to remember. You know, like regular fitted, slim fit, relaxed, frozen. <laughs> you say it again. <laughs> frozen. <laughs> Just say it again. Just go with that again. Regular, like, fitted, slim like fit, day. relaxed, frozen. <laughs> that feels like an old school David Letterman uh, bit where he would just say terrible <laughs> things over and over again. And by the end, people would be like, yeah, okay, Uma Oprah. Uma? Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> frozen, slim fit. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good Letterman bit. I, I I appreciate the repeating terrible jokes. Over you told me to. I I just <laughs> I'm just I'm following your orders, sir. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, man. People don't know Look, my comic inspiration is Fozzie Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I would get like I would be like, yo, uh, uh, I need a uh, a waist a stretch waistband of. 1800 feet <laughs> just i would just reserve the whole street <laughs> i'd be like oh it's my street i got yeah. frozen giant pants yeah you go to rochester big and tall <laughs> frozen i mean hey hey big and tall is this the rochester branch <laughs> Yeah, this is us. What's up? Uh, I'm looking for <laughs> the biggest pants you got. I got, I, I got, uh, <laughs> my family's coming to visit, and I need some parking spots. What size is the parking spot? <laughs> 1,800 feet. All right, I'll get you one huge pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, could you go next door to Wicks and Sticks and see if they got any candles that smell like semen? Sure can. <laughs> oh, man. What happened to us? This just went off the rails. Donkey, this is when you got to come in and be like, hey, now we got to keep this story moving. Well, so guys, much... I've, been, I've been brainstorming over here on what might like actually make this work. Because, you know, nobody's going to respect just that pair of jeans like we <laughs> talked about in the space. So, like, I mean, maybe you throw a T-shirt on there and you put some, like, fake arms and, like, a, some sort of a balloon head. People think it's, like, mistaken for an actual person. Yeah. But what if you had, like, a frozen dong coming out of the zipper <laughs> and that just distracted them? There's, like, that's – I'm not going to take that parking space. That's just – that's just art. Hey, hey, Sheila, you got any of that super soda? I got it. I need the salami. Bring it down. <laughs> What a neighbor! There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> Sheila, bring me that salami up in the cupboard. Yeah, no, it's I'm I'm already outside. I don't want to come in and take off my boots, and then I gotta take out, I gotta shake out my socks. I got snow in my jeans. <laughs> got, it's a whole process for me to come inside. Just bring the salami down to me. <laughs> I want to put it in the jeans so it looks like there's an actual thong sticking out. <laughs> I have a fam I have my family coming to visit and there's nowhere to park. You gotta understand. Donkey I heard this Patreon podcast and Donkey brought up a good point. We gotta put dogs sticking out of the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh, smart. That's just that's just smart thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, final story here. I love this next story, guys. Slim fit frozen. <laughs> Okay, we're sticking with the jeans. <laughs> no, no, it's that's just, just Letterman. That's Letterman. Billy, did your power go out over there? Ah, uh, yes. One second. <laughs> uh, if, if we had feed on right now, he could edit this, but unfortunately, we're at the mercy of a drink. <laughs> the people, the people want to know what's actually going on here. Um, Okay, so we got a. This is a 90 year old show. We got two 90 year olds on this week's show. <laughs> Another first. I love this story. Gray found this one. And it really. It, it rang home for me here. I'm dealing with the same thing this 90 year old guy is. 
So, except I didn't spend $10,000 on, on it. But uh, So this 90-year-old guy out in California, he spent $10,000 on two ads in the Wall Street Journal to tell <laughs> the AT&T CEO about his slow internet service. That's just a, a baller move. I love it. It's a giant, can you hear me now? <laughs> As as the most expensive, get off my lawn. <laughs> he he got to spend ten grand to upgrade his internet. Well, yeah, that was my I I had to read through the article because it's great. And you see, I, I mentioned this to Gray when he shared it. He's paying for three point five megabits per second, <laughs> and he's only getting one one point five. Which I don't know if like. Maybe he's in an area where there's just not a faster internet available, but that is extremely slow. I think I'm getting like 600. I'm paying for 600 here. They're only giving me 25. It's terrible, but uh, I can't imagine only getting 1.5. I, I feel his pain. Jebediah, what's his name? Jebediah Stanky. I don't even know. Jebediah Stanky has um, purchased two ads on the Rasball Patreon podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will now read them to you. Hey, AT&T, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, hey, AT&T, my internet sucks. <laughs> Jebediah Stanky. Was that was that the first ad or was that both? <laughs> no, he has to separate them by twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the second one's coming at the end. Yeah, the next one will be at the end. There's something funny about him doing two ads. Like he's like, I repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the uh, that's that's totally the old man who's like maybe they didn't maybe they didn't get the first message. <laughs> 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 Got to go back to the savings account. Did you guys see that AT&T followed up with an ad in the Wall Street Journal? Did you see it? Because it said, your ad is important to us. Your ad is important to us. We are currently closed. Oh, man. I strive to be this rich and petty one day. Oh, my God. He did a Super Bowl ad, too. Did you see it? He spent a million dollars telling supermarkets that the plastic bags in the produce section are too hard to pull apart. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe he, that was a whole commercial. It was five minutes long. Was that the guy in the field uh, singing about oat milk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was him. <laughs> yeah, that was him. Ah, oh man. Ten. Did you guys read the the uh, the advertisement that he paid for? I haven't actually. I haven't read anything to do with this podcast in six okay. months. <laughs> Dear Mister Stanky. <laughs> oh, Eighteen. It is. I knew I got the name Stanky. He's the CEO. Uh, John oh. Stanky is the CEO of AT&T. Not, oh, not Jebediah. Jebediah is his Amish if, brother. It would be better if his name was like John Stanley and the guy wrote to him as Stanky. <laughs> yeah, that would have. Uh, his name is Stanky. Ah, yeah, dear, dear Mr. Stanky, AT&T prides itself. As a leader in electronic communications, unfortunately for the people who live in North Hollywood, California, AT&T is now a major disappointment. Burn. Many of our neighbors are in the creative technical uh, workers in the Universal, Warner Brothers, Disney Studios, and the adjacent city of Burbank and our city. We need to keep up with current technology and have looked at AT&T to supply us with fast internet service. Yet although AT&T is advertising speeds up to 100 megabits per second, for other neighborhoods, the fastest now available to us from AT&T is only 3 megabits per second. Your competitors now have speeds over 200 megabits per second. Why is AT&T, a leading communications company, treating us so shabbily in North Hollywood? This uh, this 90-year-old really like seems to you, get what's going on with technology. I like how you skipped over uh, personal details because in there is also the address. And you were like, oh, I'm not going to read that because, you know, I don't want to give away. And you skipped over the old man's name, which is Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe because the intro was so good on this podcast, I feel like you've gone now a little bit ahead of your skis and you're like reading entire <laughs> letters. <laughs> That's the Actually, advertisement. <laughs> you know what? You get you guys get beat on back next week. I'm done. No, no, I'm come up. back. We'll do one. We'll do, me and you will do one. We'll talk about current events. We'll talk. <laughs> the the um, Rasball Patreon current events podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I love too. Basically, you were reading a Yelp comment, right? And he's like, "I've seen Yelp. I've seen Yelp. I'd rather, you know, just dip into my savings and, uh, you know, make sure my message is heard in a newspaper that we're all reading." Of course. Did you guys get the Wall Street Journal today? I just, uh, uh, yeah, no, the uh, WSJ. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I read it. I read it flap to flap. Yeah, I flap. I flap on that all day, man. Yeah, A one to A twenty three. Oh boy, that is a. It's not a day unless you're reading the WSJ. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. uh, I'm a big WSJ person. I was actually. I've been reading it since it was a Wall Street Diary. (laughs) A lot of people don't know that. No, I didn't. I had no clue. That's you. Damn it, you're smart. Yeah, it started. It started off in a in a little kid's bedroom, uh, and then they would write the news stories, and then they would stick the journal a, under their under their bed for the diary. Under the bed. It was like, wow, yeah. hey, look at that. The, I didn't know the Wall Street Journal used to be the Wall Street Diary, and it was written in crayon. That's interesting. Right. Yeah, no one was allowed to read it. Had a little of, lock. That's a kind of interesting trivia you find out here. Hey, you learn a lot on this podcast. <laughs> you learn that donkey can read four paragraphs. <laughs> what they were is... like one sentence paragraphs. I, I enjoyed the reading of the letter, but what was what, what were you getting out there? Well, I just wanted everybody to know what the complaint was. <laughs> All the details. Yeah. We're bringing the news here, Gray. This is not not news. Yeah, this is not not news, Gray. Yeah, no, this is not not news. <laughs> so he got some responses to, to this advertisement, uh, and there's a quote here from uh, Mr. Epstein. Is that really response, yeah, well, it's not Jeff, but uh, Aaron, <laughs> I believe, is his, 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 his actual name is Aaron. He's his brother. Uh, the one response I got the most kick out of was the Jewish Daily Forward. They referred to me as a 90-year-old kvetch, which I don't know if you know. You're Yiddish, but kvetch means crank. Great, right, you you knew Kvetch. Epstein, Epstein said with a chuckle. You you forgot that part. Yes. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it, it could sound like he's uh, upset about it, but in fact, he's chuckling. He's he's taking it with a good stride, I think. And, I, good, good luck to the Wall Street Journal if if this guy didn't like the ad either. He's probably gonna go to like the president. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Biden, what's your internet like? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking it right flight. to the top. I don't know. The, the, I got the first The first light is beeping. The yeah. first light is flashing, and the second light is steady. <laughs> Do I unplug it? I don't know. <laughs> all the buttons you got to learn when you're president. <laughs> oh, my God. All the, uh, all the codes you have to learn as president. Yep. Can you imagine if he actually had to remember something? Is uh, Epstein, Biden, whoever? <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey! How's your internet there, uh, Mr. President? <laughs> oh man, what happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> to the internet? Yeah. Where'd my internet go? Where's my internet? <laughs> Hey, dear Mr. Stanky. <laughs> By the way, when when uh, sometimes our podcast, like uh, the Skype, um, kind of cuts out, and I I write a strongly worded letter to both of you. Uh, I don't know if you ever receive it. You've never responded, but I'm I'm angry about it. Is that in the New York Post? Uh, I, all all the New York papers. All of them. <laughs> New York uh, Magazine. Is this guy? So what's uh, so Mr. Epstein? <laughs> If I could, I guess I should call him that. He's, uh, yeah, I mean, he's 90 years old. I call him Mr. <laughs> Mr. Epstein claims that AT&T has uh, lost, uh, it's it's lost a, a, a step, I guess, right? Is that what's going on? I guess yeah, I should listen. I should listen to what Donkey was reading. <laughs> yeah, instead of making fun of me. The Just whole read time. it again. Read it again, Donks, will you? Uh, yeah, let me. Let me find his second ad. (laughs) As I was saying, that's how the second one starts. I hope you saw my first ad. (laughs) First, hey, the second ad is, so, as I was saying. (laughs) 
It's all in caps. (laughs) (laughs) Then the second ad ends. Uh, And Margaret, you haven't called your grandfather in a while. Yeah, yeah. If you're reading this, uh, you know, I'm not getting younger. Yeah. Have you seen my wallet? (laughs) (laughs) It's not white. It's a white wallet. It should be very easy to find in most continents, except one. <laughs> it's Antarctica. Imagine going to Antarctica and being like, oh, I lost my wallet. God damn it. I Leave mean, it, man. <laughs> of all the places to lose your wallet, like you couldn't have lost your wallet at Dave and Buster's. Yeah, that's that's where to do it. I mean, it really is a hassle for others to have to go back to the snowy tundra for this guy's uh, Kahlua recipe. Hey, Mr. Mr. Epstein, could you write a strongly worded letter to Antarctica? <laughs> sure, I got I got five grand lying around. <laughs> ten ten grand to fall in deaf ears. Uh I actually did the GoFundMe for that ad, so. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what are you going to do? I, I say uh, try Comcast. That's the uh, moral of that story. Right. Go to Fios. I don't know. <laughs> Cost you less than 10 grand. All right. Well, now it's time for our second ad from Mr. Epstein. <laughs> hey, AD&D, you stink. Yeah. Hey, Wall Street Journal, I didn't like your font. that times helicopter yeah hell times helicopter <laughs> is that hell is that hell new roman <laughs> is that hell <laughs> hey bring back some donkeys and uh new font <laughs> gonna, if anybody else wrongs this guy he's gonna be broke this guy is totally like, you know what? I'm spending the 401k on uh, suggestion cards. Yeah, most, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's what it. do you mean you spend your money on? Uh, mostly gripes. Mostly uh, gripes. <laughs> oh, man. I miss Donkey. I wish he went kicked out off of the podcast. Wait, why is he <laughs> Bring him back. Donkey, come back. I'm sorry. <sighs> I, I'm back. I was taking down the Christmas lights finally, <laughs> uh, but it. I'm back. Do, you know the, the the people that were really upset about this ad were his children. That was their inheritance, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. I, could, I mean, gosh, you, what you could do with that money? Uh, you, you spend it on complaining. You could just go to Yelp or uh, at att.com or something. How much, uh, hey, how much complaining you can you do? Mm, like uh, 10 grand worth? What? No, I mean, no, I meant like a general. I'm a, I meant like a hypothetical. <laughs> not, not actually spending 10 grand to complain. I did already. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, if I, had, I wish I had that kind of complaining money. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be nice to have 10 grand to just use on yelling at a at Shake Shack or whatever? <laughs> I'm going to spend, I, I feel bad. I have to uh, go apologize for spending 10 grand to complain about my neighbor's semen tree. Oh, no, you, you spent that much? You spent all your Raswell money on this? I, I took out an ad in the Wall Street Journal to complain about my neighbor's semen tree. And uh, now I feel bad. I, I shouldn't have done it. Uh, we'll write another letter to the Wall Street Journal saying you're sorry. Ah! <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, it seems like uh, my letter to the editor was actually published as an ad. <laughs> I, I was trying to communicate to the editor about the faulty AT&T service. Yeah, the good news is yeah, AT&T has sold uh, hundreds of uh, subscriptions. <laughs> hey, com. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Docs, you buy every domain that we mention on the show, right? We, yeah, we already own them all, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we wouldn't mention them if we didn't own them. No. Yeah, no, that's just smart business. <laughs> when people, yeah, when people listen to this podcast, they go, it's smart business. <laughs> that's first thought, first thought. That's, 
<laughs> that's what actually that's what like they're uh you know like a lot of people are you know there's the not not news is the title of the podcast but a lot of people just call it smart business <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. smart business yeah. weekly yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah. what uh yeah i mean that's what some of our more uh, uh astute listeners <laughs> yeah be don be don uh, what other raspball names you got uh Chippy, Chippy Choop. Uh... Chippy Choop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't keep track of you guys. I like, yeah, Chippy Choop made some good points about <laughs> strikeouts versus walks. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you have to, like, like actually, like, have a serious talk with somebody about their blog post? You're like, listen, Chippy Choop. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta give increase the word counts on these listen, uh, articles. Listen, Chippy Choop, hey, what's <laughs> up? It's Donkey Teeth. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> I hate to do this to you and your family. Hey, listen, hey, hey, yeah, it's Donkey Teeth calling. Yeah, Chippy Choop, I got a, uh, <laughs> I got a problem. You're, you're not being serious enough. <laughs> yeah, you gotta take this seriously. <laughs> this is serious business, Chippy Choop. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I understand you like Austin Hayes. That's great, Chippy Choop. But you have to, <laughs> to lay down your arguments in a little more cohesive yeah. Nobody understands what you're saying, Chippy Choop. <laughs> you know, Billy, this actually it, it happened to me when I first started writing at Rasball. I got I wrote an article, it was a great article. It was about the the humidor in uh, Arizona, I think it was, and. Uh, I put blue balls in the title, and I get this email from Gray, and it says, Donkey Teeth. For what it's worth, I changed the, the title. It's not necessary to put blue balls in the title. Just, that's just, that's over the line. Complete yeah. lack of professionalism. <laughs> that's the kind of lack of professionalism I expect from Chippy Choop. <laughs> not from Donkey Teeth. <laughs> That's a true story. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Let's be – come on now. I mean, yeah. One thing is to call yourself donkey teeth. Another thing is to say blue balls. <laughs> we gotta I, I don't, people, people might not know this, but everybody at Rasball headquarters, they come into the office in suits. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I eat my lunch at the Rasball penis mountain. Uh, Jimmy wears the tuxedo. <laughs> Chippy Choop. He's got a seer sucker. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm the only one with the courage to use my real name. I'm the one who's going to get fired. From my, yeah. my Do you want us to call you Chippy Choop now? Yeah, that's going to be my new nickname. <laughs> Chippy Choop. Hey. Hey, who's who's in your league with you? Oh, it's some tough competition. We got Chippy Choop, Donkey Teeth. <laughs> Some guy named Billy. I don't know what the fuck that is. Uh, he's not serious at all. His name sucks. <laughs> what is that Joker doing with the real thing? Yeah. He must not know shit about baseball. Chippy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Choop. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.